All right. So we're going to talk about a deal that I didn't get. Uh, we always talk about deals that we get and deals we don't get. Uh, if you're just listening to this in the background of the video, I have a property over here that, um, that I made an offer on and pursued. You can see it looks really nice. I'm going to flip the camera around here in a second as we drive through the parking lot. Uh, so let's go ahead and flip it around. And this building here was falling apart. So the uh, columns holding up the roof were uh, falling apart, the, or the porch, the deck here, uh, breezeway, walkway, and roof. Uh, they were kind of structurally uh, falling apart. So those had to be replaced. Uh, this was a hotel. It was a two-story hotel. I've had a lot of people ask questions about converting a hotel into multifamily. And this is something that's done quite a bit. This thing was completely falling apart. If I showed you the before videos, you would uh, you would run from this thing. The the walkway up there and the roof was collapsing because these columns underneath where the parking reserve sign is was caving in. The stairs were crumbling and falling apart. This place needed about half a million dollars of work. And if I remember correct, it's uh it's been a year or so ago, or maybe even two years now, or approaching two years that I made an offer on this property. Um, it was, I believe, 20, well, there's the center, it's 29 units. Okay, so it's about 29 units, maybe 30, because uh, there was a management unit and they might've turned that into a rental on the front side, two stories, and then there's some units down here on the back side at the bottom where the parking is, vacant piece of land here. So it was 29 units and it was vacant. So uh, it needed a complete renovation. It needed about half a million dollars worth of work to make it habitable. So I went in, viewed all the units and everything, and they were just little studios and one bedrooms, uh, which is a great little product. This is in town close to a university. And uh, I went in and made an offer at about a million dollars, and I figured it needed about half a million dollars worth of work. And uh, it was an all cash closing uh, purchase. You know, we're gonna close in 30 days. And somebody came in and paid a million two for the property. Uh, so I missed that one by a couple hundred thousand dollars. But you know, I held to my price, I held to my guns, and one of the worst things you can do, one of the biggest mistakes you can make in this game is overpaying for property just because you don't want to miss out on a deal. And, uh, you know, I'm an opportunistic investor. I like to have margin and cushion for the downside. Um, you know, these units will rent for about $600 a month for 30 units. My plan was to get it uh, renovated, it, get it leased up and then sell it. And it would have generated a nice little profit. But, you know, paying $200,000 more for that, you know, that is 20 to 30% off of the gross profit margin that I had um, in my pro forma for this deal. So, um, you know, don't feel like you're going to miss out on a deal and that you just have to do a deal just for the sake of doing it. Now, if you've got a bunch of excess cash and, you know, you don't have to worry about margins and returns and things like that, then that's a different story. But, you know, my deals need to make sense. I don't like to do anything for the sake of doing it. I don't need any practice. I've been doing this for 25 years now. So the deals that I get into, I like to have a lot of meat on the bone. I like them to make sense. And I like to be able to leave meat on the bone for the next buyer on the back end. So uh, once it's all finished and stabilized, so that it makes sense for the end buyer. But that was a 29 unit deal and uh, it was vacant. So I went in, I estimated what the rents would be. I checked the market surrounding properties. There was a property right next to it, almost identical that was renting for 600 bucks uh, per unit for studios and like 750 for one bedrooms. So I did that math real quick, backed out operating expenses of about 40% on a property like that. And uh, based on cap rates in the area, generated a value that made sense to me, backed out my uh, renovation costs that I knew that I was gonna have to spend, uh, minus the purchase price, and that left me um, 
with a margin that uh, where I needed to be. So that's how I quickly calculated how much I'd be willing to pay for the property. I like to have a 30% margin on something like this. And uh, it also allowed me to calculate what I thought my net operating income would be on, you know, I remember what it was on this property. Um, you know, but uh, it would have been a good deal. It could have been a good deal, but you know what? Sometimes you got to stick to your guns. You got to walk away and move on to the next deal. Some of them you get, some of them you don't. This is one I missed out on. So I just thought I'd share that with you. Uh, make sure that you know what you're willing to pay, what your max offer is going to be. And, uh, you know, I mean, I might've paid 50,000 more, but not 200,000. So on a million dollar purchase, 200,000 is significant. And, uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, now if you're in for the long game, long term, you're going to hold it for 30 years. That may not be that big of a deal. Um, you know, to some people with interest rates where they are now, but for opportunistic, if you're getting in, getting out value add, you got to hold to your guns. You got to make sure the deal works and, uh, don't get yourself in a situation where you feel like you got to do a deal just for the sake of doing a deal.